You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Basketball season won't be around forever, so get in on all the action now with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. DraftKings is giving new players a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Claim your free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes when using code THPN during sign-up. Playing daily fantasy basketball is simple. Just pick your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. With DraftKings, payday comes every day for players. So what are you waiting for? Head to the app now. Download the DraftKings app now and use code THPN during signup. This week, DraftKings is putting you in the action with a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. That's code THPN to get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a sports betting perspective. With pro handicappers Alex B. Smith and Ian Cameron, and veteran sports writer Jimmy Murphy. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. Tuesday, May 11th, Ian Cameron with you. We'll have Jimmy Murphy momentarily ready to break down the uh, Tuesday NHL card. Um, We're going to have Alex B. Smith back with us tomorrow. Uh, He was going to be on today. I don't want to make it look like this was a bait and switch or anything. We're going to have Alex back tomorrow today with only two games on the card. He's just getting himself situated again and settled back in back home in Minnesota. Uh, He's got a couple of errands and shit to do uh, today now that he's back home. So we give him a day to decompress uh, and get back at it. Uh, And then he'll be back officially tomorrow on the Wednesday edition, a bigger card Uh, obviously tomorrow ahead of us. So uh, looking forward to that and having Alex B. Smith uh, back on the show. Uh, Just two games tonight, uh, Boston, Washington, and Vancouver, Winnipeg. So it's going to be a very short show today. Uh, Looking back on last night, just for a second, uh, the Montreal Canadiens finally uh, get it done and clinch that fourth and final playoff spot in the North Division. Uh, They sure as hell didn't make it easy on themselves, uh, but they got the tying goal they needed uh, in the third period. Uh, to tie that game up at three and get them to overtime with the one point they needed. Uh, and thank goodness I split the, the bets up in two uh, with Montreal and the draw. And I said that uh, on yesterday's show. It's, so the, the advice worked out perfectly in that game, you know, where I said I was concerned about the fact uh, that the Montreal Canadiens only needed a point in that game, that if they were tied with five minutes to go in the third period, they just looked and nurse that game into overtime uh, to guarantee them getting the one point that they needed to clinch the playoff spot. Uh, and that's exactly uh, what happened uh, in that game. Uh, and they got the one point needed to clinch that spot. So uh, the draw cashed at plus 320. And of course, predictably, Montreal lost in overtime. I think once they got the point, they say, our work here is done. Uh, and they ended up losing the game in overtime, 4-3, uh, at the hands of the uh, 
uh, Edmonton Oilers. Connor McDavid, you just can't give up a breakaway to him in overtime and expect to live to uh, keep on playing. Uh, and that's exactly what happened uh, in that one. Uh, Tampa Bay, Florida. Florida got the job done again against the Lightning. Um, and, and another rough, chippy, physical game uh, between those two teams. That is a playoff series that I am absolutely excited about. Um, the uh, Lightning and the Panthers. Uh, it's going to be probably a lot of fun playoff hockey. Excited to see uh, how it uh, pans out. But Florida definitely, and I kind of mentioned that as well yesterday, that Florida might be taking that those two Tampa Bay games prior to the first round series beginning uh, a little bit more of a statement games, if you will. Uh, Tampa Bay is the team that's had the success at playoff time. Tampa Bay is the team that's won a Stanley Cup. You know, if you're the Florida Panthers, you're looking at it as two games where you're trying to put your foot down and show Tampa Bay that we're going to be a thorn in your backside, you know, in that first round playoff series. Uh, and they kind of have had that spirit and that kind of effort going for them uh, in those games. Uh, Vegas and Colorado, uh, Colorado pulls out a two to one win. It has to be said, though, this screw up of epic proportions by the Vegas Golden Knights, where because of cap violation coming into play, salary cap violations coming into play, they could only put in uh, you know, 10 forwards last night and five defensemen. Uh, in that game against the uh, Colorado Avalanche. Really was unbelievable they could allow something like that to happen this late in the season, especially a big game like that. And despite, you know, having a, sh a little bit of a shorthanded roster and lineup at their disposal uh, against Colorado last night, you know, I thought they battled very, very well. Uh, in fact, Philip Grubauer makes a couple of saves there uh, down the stretch of that game, and it could have been a different result. Uh, for the uh, Vegas Golden Knights, but uh, the Avalanche take advantage, and now we still have ourselves a race for first in that division. Vegas has not salted it away yet. They only have one game remaining. It's uh, tomorrow night against the San Jose Sharks, and Colorado gets to play L.A. a couple more times. So uh, all of a sudden, there's still something to be determined and decided uh, in terms of that race for first place uh, in the uh, West Division. Uh, a couple of other uh, interesting results uh, last night. Uh, in NHL action. Uh, obviously, the Winnipeg uh, Jets continue to struggle. Uh, they lose again out uh, of the Vancouver Canucks. They're playing again tonight. So, you know, at this point, you got to just ask yourself, what on earth's going on with the Winnipeg Jets? Uh, can they get this thing turned around? We'll see if they can here uh, tonight against the Canucks in the rematch. Um, but definitely, they're not playing good hockey uh, at this point in time. Uh, all right, let's turn our attention now. Uh, to Tuesday. And by the way, uh, before actually we get to tonight's card, we will mention that in terms of the Stanley Cup playoffs, we now know four of the first round matchups that will be taking place. We know the East Division matchups. Of course, we've known the Central Division now for a few days. We know it's Carolina against Nashville. We know it's uh, Tampa Bay versus Florida. Oh, by the way, Pecorine, uh, congratulations on your uh, win last night. It was a obviously Nashville thinks dearly of that guy as a person, as a teammate. You could tell with the effort they gave it for Pekka Rene last night in what probably is his final start, uh, unless something happens to Soros in the playoffs from an injury standpoint. Uh, that's the only way Pekka Rene is getting in the net at playoff time for Nashville. But as, assuming Soros stays healthy, it's probably the last time we've seen Pekka Rene start a game in net for the Nashville Predators. And it could be the last time we've seen him start a game in net in the NHL. You know, retirement is not completely out of the question for Pekka Rene in the offseason, but great effort by the Nashville Predators last night. You could tell they really uh, 
you know, rally the troops, try to get him that victory. Uh, and overall, even though it's been, you know, the last three to five years for Pecorino have been riddled with injuries, riddled with struggles, riddled with consistency problems. You still have to stand back, step back, and look at the grand scope and the big picture of his overall NHL career, and you'll see that it's been pretty damn, uh, pretty damn good uh, that he's uh, been playing this long. Uh, again, got to the Stanley Cup final well, one year for the uh, Nashville Predators, uh, where they lost against the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins just a few years ago. Uh, it has still been an overall very, very a good NHL career for Pekka Rene as a goaltender uh, in this league. So hats off to him, whatever happens next year and beyond, uh, but definitely could have seen him for the very last time in the Nashville Predators jersey last night, uh, if not for the entire uh, NHL. So something to watch out for uh, in the offseason for sure. All right, let's turn our attention now to today's card. It's only two games on the board. We'll start with the Boston Bruins taking on the uh, Washington Capitals. We've got a huge, huge move on the uh, Washington Capitals in this game. Uh, they've gone up all the way to around minus 155. This was around even money at one point. And now we're seeing Washington minus 155 to minus 160 uh, in this game as home favorites. Uh, the total six, it's been bet down to five and a half. This has been a huge move, not only on Washington, but on, on the under. Because the total was six when it opened. And it's now five and a half uh, shaded to the under here uh, in this game. And the reason is very simple. Boston's not playing anybody uh, of significance uh, in this game. Uh, Bruce Cassidy already ruling out the majority of his regulars, the majority of his impact players, uh, all of them being rested. No Patrice Bergeron. No David Posternock, no David Krejci, no Taylor Hall, no Craig Smith, no Sean Corrali, no Tuka Rask, no Charlie McAvoy, no Matt Grizzlick, no Mike Riley, no Brandon Carlo, no Jeremy Lozon, no Kevin Miller. And of course, Charlie Coyle's still injured, so he's not playing. I mean, it is basically, you know, we're taking a powder, essentially. That's basically the message from Bruce Cassidy uh, with what he's going to put out there on the ice. He's going to give all of his, all these AHL call-ups and all of these taxi squad players uh, ice time and opportunity to play tonight uh, in this game against the Washington Capitals. So uh, the problem is now, if you haven't bet Washington yet, it's, it's it's hard to get there now at the price. You've missed the good number. You missed the good price. If you got minus 110 to minus 120 you know, on the Washington side, uh, I could see it. But I'm still not laying now this price with Washington now, minus 160. I understand it, all of the absences for Boston, but look, you still have players that are out there that are going to want to show the coaching staff what they can do. You know, it's almost like an audition, you know, for a lot of these players uh, that are going to be in the lineup and on the ice tonight for the Bruins. And it's not like Washington's been setting the world on fire uh, with their play uh, in recent games. And they've still got a bunch of guys going into this matchup tonight against the Bruins that are not going to be suiting up and not going to be on the ice for them. Ovechkin, Carlson, Kuznetsov, Oshie, uh, all of them going to be out. Samsonov's not coming back. Now, it looks like, unlike uh, Bruce Cassidy, Peter Laviolette is taking the approach of, we'll keep some of our guys out, but we'll at least have a you know a few, anyway, uh, of our impact players and our top six forwards and our top blue liners in there. It looks like Backstrom, Wilson, Mantha, still going to be in tonight for the Capitals. Schultz is going to draw in on the blue line uh, for Washington tonight. So, you know, they're still going to have a somewhat uh, – I guess somewhat complete lineup, although it's not fully complete, obviously, uh, but definitely at least Washington's still going to have a few of their uh, regulars in Boston's virtually nobody 
uh, going into this game. Jeremy Swayman, the goalie for Boston. Uh, Vitek Vanacek in net tonight for the uh, Capitals. It's just a game I want no part of, really, uh, from a betting standpoint. I mean, if you got on Washington early, good on you. But now at minus 160, the adjustment's been made, I mean, to the Boston situation that everybody's being rested. So I can't lay minus 160. It's not like what this game means anything uh, to Washington either. So I wouldn't want to lay this big of a number with them now. Uh, people that bet the under, it probably makes sense that you could still maybe get in on that at five and a half. I mean, it's just one of those games. It's like, don't put anything at risk. You know, don't show a whole lot. Get it over with, and let's get into the playoffs at this point. So the undertaking the the uh, the vast amount of money that it has, from six down to five and a half, and now it's five and a half, like minus one thirty, minus one thirty five. You can understand why the under's been a very, very uh, heavily bet uh, proposition when it comes to this game, the Bruins uh, and the Capitals. We've got Jimmy Murphy now with us. Uh, Jimmy, uh, welcome in. I, I heard you. Uh, uh, Talking to uh, Taylor Hall in the post game last night, we're asking him a good question about the uh, Buffalo experience. That was a good question, actually. You know, and what's what's changed? Because clearly something has changed. Because this looks like a completely different human being and a completely different hockey player right now uh, in a Boston Bruins jersey. A uh, good question there. A good response too from Taylor. He was very, very, uh, you know, insightful uh, about the differences and what's really gone on in Buffalo and the differences here now in Boston. So good stuff there. Uh, you can talk about that as well as this game tonight. Yeah, I mean, he did. He gave me a great answer there. But, I mean, and he also, you know, he took the bait on the Eichel stuff as well. And that was really where I was getting at because that was a hot story yesterday. So I was hoping to get something out of him. And I was – to be honest, as a veteran reporter, sometimes, you you, you know, you got to make sure you pick the right spots to ask those questions. And I was like, look, is it really the right spot post game? But screw it. I mean, we don't have much chance to talk to these guys anymore. We're not in the locker rooms. We can't go up to them sitting in their stall there and get a one-on-one with them and hang out with them and just shoot the shit. So it, it it's sometimes I just, you got to ask those questions in a post game and, and given that, you know, Hey, they're locked up, the playoffs are done. You know, what else are we going to talk about at this point? Uh, so I thought it was a good opportunity to get that. And he gave me a great answer. So um, really interesting too. like that whole thing with Eichel is just a, what a mess. What a mess. It's uh, we, I know we talked about it yesterday, but I mean, to hear his former teammate go to bat for him against the organization, uh, it, it's just, you know, it's pouring more gasoline on the fire up there in Buffalo. 100%. So we'll see what happens there. But as far as this game, and yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, like I'm looking at it. It was interesting too. Like I'm looking at Bovada right now, Ian, and these morons at Bovada, they've still got all those regulars in the goal and assists and point props. For the Bruins, I mean, like, are they are they paying attention? Uh, is hockey not matter to you? I mean, I don't know how that hasn't updated yet. It's been a good three hours since we found out the information uh, of who Bruce Cassidy will rest and the fact that he called up pretty much the entire Providence Bruins squad uh, for this game. I don't know how the Bruins are doing that, by the way, with uh, the whole cap situation. I, there must have been some really good cap maneuvering there. I'm not sure, but uh, – yeah, I mean, I would if there was one thing I would do, I, I'm with you. I would just look at the under here because one thing that hasn't changed for the Bruins is their sensational backup, and that's Jeremy Swayman. And while he might not have the defense he's had in front of him uh, so far in his NHL career, uh, he's still been unreal. Uh, and his kid's been lights out, and I would think that, you know, he wants to continue that to let Cassidy know that, hey, uh, if need be and you need to call on me, I'm your guy. And clearly they've given the backup position to him or else Halak would be starting tonight. So this is a chance for him to even cement that even more. I would think that he's going to be locked in 
And I don't know. I don't think the Bruins will win this game, uh, but I definitely could see him uh, keeping it low scoring there. So uh, if I was going to do something, I'm not going to, but if I was, I would lean on the under. All right, lean on the under now. Again, that total bit down from six to five and a half. Been a feeding frenzy with that, and it's been a huge feeding frenzy on the Washington side. Like we said, this was around even money when it opened. It's all the way up to the minus 160 range now uh, on the uh, Washington Capitals. Uh, second and final game tonight, Vancouver Canucks, Winnipeg Jets. Uh, we've got Winnipeg minus 180, uh, home favorites here in this one. Uh, the total five and a half across the board. I'm definitely gun shy and going back to the well with the Jets again tonight. After what I saw last night, there's definitely issues. Um, but at the same time, can they could they really lose two in a row to the Canucks at home? I mean, that would be that would be really sound the alarm bells, uh, really wave the red flag on yeah. this Winnipeg Jets team if they ha somehow in back to back nights lose two in a row at home to the physically, mentally, and emotionally beaten down, worn down Vancouver Canucks. So this has got to be a spot where I think the Jets have to show some life. Where's the offense gone? Again, the offense the last during this one and nine slide for the Jets in their last 10 games continues to be an issue. I think they got to get something going offensively tonight. They're talking about it too. Marie says we, we need to try to get a little bit more flow in our game, five on five offensively, get the puck moving more in a north-south type of game. We're we're just moving the puck to step, you know, just the passes aren't going up the ice. We're just trying to move it back and forth across the zone. And as a result, we're easier to defend that way. It was a great quote by Maurice. So he's looking for some a different spark offensively from this uh, Winnipeg Jets team. I think tonight could be the night we see it. Uh, Braden Holpe will be in net tonight, by the way, for Vancouver. It's been Demko uh, the last few games. Hellebuck will play for the Jets after Brossois uh, was in net uh, for Winnipeg last night against Vancouver in that game. I will say this about the Canucks. You look at them, though, the last few games. You know, they've found their ways to score some goals. Bo Horvat, uh, Brock Besser, uh, Tanner Pearson, JT Miller, uh, Quinn Hughes has uh, scored a, a goal or two from the blue line. So the Canucks now are starting to find some ways to get some offense going as well. And we know that during this losing streak, the Winnipeg Jets have seen their defense and goaltending crumble a little bit uh, as well at times. Just some giveaways, some odd man rushes, some bad turnovers. So more than a side in this game, I'm on over five and a half. This is my one and only bet on these two games tonight, at least pregame. Uh, Vancouver, Winnipeg, over five and a half here, minus 120. I think this is the this is the spot here for the Jets to get their top six forwards, namely Wheeler, Shifley, Connor, get them a little confidence going, although Connor did get their one goal uh, last mm -hmm. night. Uh, and again, Holpe and Net, you just, you're never so sure if you're going to get the uh, A game of Braden Holpe on a night in and night out basis. I think the Jets do get their offense going a little bit. But at the same point in time, the Jets have not played shutdown hockey in their own zone. And we've seen Vancouver in the last couple of games, you know, find ways to put the puck in the net. So I think they could chip in a few goals themselves uh, rather than trust the Jets at this big price. And even the regulation line is around minus 120. Uh, I'm going to go with goals here, Winnipeg to score. And I think Vancouver chips in as well. Uh, Vancouver, Winnipeg, over five and a half, minus 120 for me uh, in this game. Jimmy, any thoughts for you here, Canucks and the Jets? Yeah, this is the one game, too. I'm going to have a play on this as well, and I'm I'm with you. I think this is – the Jets have to do this. I mean, just for their own self-confidence going into the playoffs and, and just understanding where they are, can we still do this, put this whole last few weeks behind them, you know? I mean, 
it had to be mentally draining on them. Obviously, everything is these days with the, with the way the season was constructed. But so when you go in a, a free fall like that, your confidence is just shot. And, and I, I think more than anything, it's a mental thing that they need this win right now. And that's why I think they, they're going to treat this, even though it's the Vancouver Canucks, they got to treat this like a playoff game, I think. And uh, I like Jimmy Puckline for this. So uh, give me the Jets minus one and a half. All right, there we go. Jimmy Puckline coming out here for this uh, Jets versus uh, Canucks game for uh, Jimmy Murphy. Uh, looking at the uh, Winnipeg Jets here uh, on the puck line. Uh, you can get that currently at minus one and a half, uh, minus one and a half, plus 135 uh, on that puck line. Uh, Jimmy liking the Jets puck line. I'm on over five and a half in terms of the total here uh, in this game. That's it. We've got just the two games tonight. Tomorrow will be a little bit more uh, on the uh, little more meat on the bone tomorrow uh, on the Wednesday edition of the show. We'll have five games uh, on tap. Again, be careful with these games. You know, it's always motivation. Who's in, who's out. What are coaches looking to do in these, you know, last few remaining games. And look, surprisingly, we know that the Stanley cup playoffs, we heard last night from the NHL, they're going to begin on Saturday. At least they will in the Boston Washington series. Game one will be Saturday night uh, in DC uh, with the Bruins and the Capitals Saturday night hockey. That's the official first game of the Stanley Cup playoffs. I'm sure we'll hear schedule. You ever seen it before? Have you ever seen them announce just one game? Usually, no. it's just all together. They'll yes, the release the game. That was quick. That was yes. that was faster than I've ever seen. I mean, that thing literally. I was sitting there, right? You know, trying to do up a post game on uh, Andre Kasha getting hurt, and I get the email. And I'm like, it's like three minutes after the game ended. They had that thing ready to go, and clearly. Clearly, they're banking on that series to be the ratings one for them uh, with the Washington Capitals and the Boston Bruins, you know, Washington, D.C. area and Boston being two huge TV markets. So clearly NBC and NHL want to lock that time in right away. Exactly. And again, because of the fact that they've got the Preakness horse racing on right before that. That's, that's why, why it's that the other day. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And at 7.15 p.m. Eastern, they would they wanted to have a hockey game, hopefully a playoff game. Uh, for Saturday night, that window following the horse racing. You know it's been that way for years with the Kentucky Derby yes. and the Preakness Stakes and the Belmont Stakes. When NBC shows the Triple Crown, they've had an NHL Stanley Cup playoff game right, right. after it at yep. 7.15 Eastern, and they're doing that again here Saturday, Bruins-Capitals game one. One thing I would say, and I don't know if you saw, I wrote it there to our viewers here in the in the chat room there, uh, get on Ottawa Senators tomorrow. Get on that right now because that is going to change drastically you can still get them right now at plus 185. I hit the reg. I'm looking at a, uh, let's see, what did I get it at? Plus 260 right now. The Toronto Maple Leafs are going to bring up, not the not the Toronto Marlies. They might bring up like the Junior A team uh, from Scarborough to play tomorrow. Who knows? But I, I'm telling you, they are going to rest everybody. And the Senators, we know, are, are a potent team. Those guys have proven that they're playing towards next year and trying to make impressions and really build confidence towards what they can be next year. They know the future's bright. They want nothing more than to finish this season with a win and go into the summer, uh, you know, with that as their memory of this season. So I would get on that ASAP if I was you. Yeah, there's definitely some doubt about what Toronto's bringing to the party here. These last two games, they have Ottawa Wednesday night and Winnipeg uh, on Friday night, both on the road. Uh, definitely. And if, again, if you, can, you, don't, if you, can, hang, you know, yeah, you know that. They did have a stink bomb for the first time in a while against Calgary. 
uh, on Sunday night, but I don't I, I don't hold that against them. Yeah. Uh, they've still been pretty well. They had one bad game, a back-to-back on the road, 6-1, Calgary beat them, uh, and Calgary still had an inkling of playoff. Oh, by the way, Calgary's right back to Fade City uh, in my mind uh, as well <laughs> these last couple of years. Even though they're playing Vancouver, you know, Vancouver yeah. might actually beat them, you know, the way Calgary's yeah. been playing. So uh, keep an eye on that. But, again, all these situations, if you can sniff them out before they are announced, like a Sheldon Keith maybe saying – Austin Matthews is out, Marner's out, Tavares is out, and, and all these different guys are out uh, before they happen. You can get on those prices before the rest of the market does. Like with Washington, if somehow you got yeah. maybe could latch on to Bruce Cassidy doing what he was going to do tonight, rest everybody before everybody else did, you could have got like plus 100 or even money yeah. on the Capitals tonight instead of minus 160, which is where it is now. It's been a feeding frenzy. Yeah, I'll tell you. And I mean, I wish I wasn't so busy at the end of that game last night, uh, you know, writing and dealing with the press because I, I didn't even realize, and you know, it's just my fault. I should be pay, paying more attention. Um, you know, but the whole thing with Vegas was insane. Like, how is that, how is that not a bigger story today that, uh, um, how does the organization allow that to happen? Especially yeah, in such like, a critical hello? culture and I mean, critical I, game. I we're, we're now at what the second, third to last game, whatever, you know, how are you having cap issues right now? How have you not mastered this whole scenario better that it, it comes to the point where you can't even man a full team Like, and, and to credit to them, man. Wow. I probably would have lost. Cause I would have jumped all over the puck line looking at that lineup, but credit to them for hanging in that game. But still, how is that not a bigger story today? I'm not seeing much about it anywhere online. Yeah, I mean, everybody's just saying, oh, well, you know, they just had a little bit of a shorthanded lineup. Oh, well, but, you know, you know, first in the 10 division. forwards and 5D. Come on, that's a big deal. <laughs> you're short two forwards and you're short 1D in a big-time game Jeez. against a team you're trying to put away and clinch a division. I mean, I a cap job right now. Yeah, they should fire wow. him on the spot or something. I mean, they got to punt. You got to, he's got to be better than that. You know, yeah, not a prize. Yeah. Hey, you got you, you, if this happens and you don't make a move here and there in the next couple of days, you could have to play this game shorthanded, short two forwards and short one defenseman. And that's yeah. exactly what ended up happening uh, last night against Colorado. So, yeah, that was stunning to me. It's hard to believe. I mean, uh, that, that the organization would not be uh, get in front of that before it got to that point. Right. Uh, like, like I'm saying, I haven't looked at what they did exactly. Right. But, uh, you know, I'm guessing that the Bruins at least last week, if not earlier, you know, started looking at these games right now. All right, there's going to come a point next week where we want to rest everybody, whether it's Monday against the Islanders or Tuesday against the uh, Capitals. Uh, Mr. Capologist, you need to get to work right now and figure out how we're going to pull this one off and, and maneuver it because it is, it's a lot of work. And it seems like maybe they just didn't think to do that ahead of time. I mean, they had to know that was coming, um, maybe they just thought they were going to be able to pull it off. And then at the last minute, they're like, uh-oh. I mean, it was just, that was a big gaffe. Yeah, it was a huge gaffe. Yeah, it, it absolutely was, especially given the gravity of the game last night. I mean, that's a team you're trying to put away, clinch the division. Now, all of a sudden, you got to maybe go out there and beat San Jose because you got Colorado finishing the season with two home games against L.A. You know, and yeah. L.A. put a lot into the game last night to win their home finale, and they still lost in overtime to St. Louis. So, yep. you know, that's a, that's two winnable games for the Colorado Avalanche, especially with McKinnon back. So it puts stress now on the Golden Knights yeah. to finish the deal against San Jose. A loosey-goosey uh, team tomorrow night. You know, I think maybe they um, 
you know, they counted their eggs before they hatched there kind of thing. They thought they had that kind of wrapped. I don't know why they would. Mathematically, they didn't. Uh, but maybe they just got a little cocky there and thought they, you know, well, we're going to have it wrapped up by then. And they didn't, they didn't think to plan. But, man, that was that was something. And they looked like a team, too, Peter DeBoer in particular in his press conference. I saw he basically stormed off and wasn't very happy with the negative question. Considering they were, yeah, two what a little negative question. But at the same time, look, he's probably upset, too, that that costed a, or helped cost his team a win, that whole scenario. But if they win the game, it's not even a mention. He'll, he's happy. He'll answer every question. But, yeah. no, we lost the game. We had the screw up. And now he wants no part of, you know, any how, kind how of How is that the media's game. fault? Yeah. What did the media do to you? We, we're just asking legit questions here. I hate when coaches do that. Like, suck it up, you jerk. You're getting paid enough. Don't walk off like a little baby having a temper tantrum. It was pathetic. There you go. Exactly. Treat the media with respect. And that's Jimmy sticking up for his comrades and his colleagues, as he exactly. should. Exactly. You got to keep the band together with uh, Joe Haggerty and uh, everybody else covering the <laughs> media, and the, not just the Bruins, I'm talking about, but, you know, across the board. Yeah. You know, your Mike well, Seisbergers and uh, everybody. I won't, I won't defend news reporters and politics and all that because they're a bunch yeah. of assholes, all of them, no matter yeah. what side you're on. That's why I'm in sports. I don't need to deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, it was just uh, all of a sudden, yeah, uh, all Colorado alive again uh, for first place in the division. And by the way, one last nugget about the Leafs, since Jimmy brought up like an Ottawa in that game tomorrow night. Um, Freddie Anderson's going to start, I think, the game tomorrow night, and they need to get him in there. They need to get him in an NHL game for these last couple starts. And not only has he not played in a while, until this weekend he got an AHL conditioning stint with the Marlies, but he gave up six goals. You know, in the two games I think he played, for like he was not good. He was not good in the game. So not only has he been out for a while, and now he's going to play in an NHL game. But if he's going to start Wednesday night for the Leafs, which it sounds like he will, uh, against the Ottawa Senators, this is a guy that didn't look good in the two uh, AHL uh, conditioning uh, appearances that he had for the Toronto Marlies against Manitoba Moose uh, over the weekend. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's dicey now If uh, yeah. what you're going to get from Freddie Anderson. Freddie's he's got to go to back, Canada. And it's going to yeah. be a nightmare in Palladium Drive in Ottawa for the Toronto yeah. Maple Leafs. It very well could. So keep an eye on that. We'll talk more about that, obviously. Yeah, we'll talk more about that, obviously, tomorrow on the show. But uh, definitely some things to keep and watch out for if you're uh, looking at that Leafs-Senators game uh, on uh, Wednesday night. Uh, No question about that. And I think if you're Sheldon Keefe, you got to – I think it's already been determined. But I think you're rolling with Jack Campbell game one, uh, Stanley Cup playoffs. I think there's no doubt in my mind about that now. Uh, You pretty much have to. Uh, unless, uh, again, if he struggles in the playoffs, that's one thing. If he gets hurt, that's another thing. But, you know, Who the, you've got to get in that first game yeah. right now, Jack Campbell. Who the uh, rolling with probably him? Montreal. Well, who are the Canadians rolling with between the pipes? Yeah, exactly. Where was Carey Price? Is he going to be ready? In? Yeah. It's obviously Jake Allen's net uh, if Carey Price doesn't play. But who's is Carey Price going to be ready for a so game one against Boston? He's ready, I, I don't put him in if he's ready. Because he's yeah. not ready. Like, I mean, so what? He's medically cleared. The guy hasn't played in how long? And you're going to throw him in the game one of the playoffs? Yeah, Price and, and Anderson are like how the same horrible he was when he was healthy. Yeah. I, I, I would roll with Jake Allen. I really would. Sorry, Carrie. You know, no offense, but, you know, you're overrated and you're hurt. Yep. I think Price and Anderson, they're in the same boat. Um, if I were GM or coach of this these two teams, Toronto and Montreal, I'd be going Campbell, Allen. Uh, as your two goalies on these respective sides going into that yeah. game one of that playoff series. Uh, no question uh, about that. 
Uh, all right, awesome. Uh, awesome stuff. We got through the uh, two games on Tuesday. Tomorrow's going to be a fun show. Uh, Alex will be back. Uh, Jimmy will be along. Might even have a special guest as well, a friend of mine on the show tomorrow who's just a okay. newbie. Uh, NHL better. So it's a, give you a perspective of someone that's just getting into it a little bit more. Uh, so looking forward to that on Wednesday. You actually were supposed to be one of our weekend guests because we've had a lot of weekend guests, but uh, changed it to this during the week because initially it was like, there's not going to be any games on Saturday. Uh, so that, that that's why we moved it to Wednesday, but we should have a special guest tomorrow and we should have Alex B. Smith back tomorrow. And like I say, we're looking forward to having him back on the show uh, on a regular basis. And once he's back tomorrow, the next two days, guys, we're going to put our heads together, me, Jimmy, and Alex, and we're going to nail down some dates, nail down some days for these live betcasts. Uh, yep. No question about that because we're looking forward to that. We're going to do at least one a week throughout the playoffs. Might even try to do two a week uh, on occasion as well, twice a week depending on availability. Uh, and like I said, these betcasts are not just going to be us on here uh, talking live betting and watching the games and uh, giving our thoughts and opinions uh, we're going to invite our loyal viewers and fans and listeners on the show, anyone that's around uh, and watching the games, wants to join the show, wants to take part. I'll have my big beer mug in hand. You know that. I'll be uh, drinking it up here uh, on these live betcasts. Uh, it is – and uh, yes, Terry Edelman, yes, I will grant you your wish, my friend. Uh, if we're on for a live betcast on a night where the Minnesota Wild are in the playoffs and playing uh, their uh, a playoff game, we will bring you in. Absolutely. Uh, that That's definitely, we will actually be so courteous as to if we're on with a betcast on a night that the wild are playing, we will ensure you get one of the invites. hundred percent. We have to have a Terry Edelman sighting. We got to sure. see him just go batshit crazy, you know, on a bad penalty call uh, against the Minnesota wild or, uh, or maybe a disallowed goal on the Minnesota wild that should have been counted as a goal. We got to see uh, Terry Edelman just spaz out and go ballistic and, kick the shit out of his pillows and his couch and throw a remote across the room oh, and scream and yell and throw oh, a laptop no. out the window, <laughs> whatever the case may be, whatever you do, it is to get pissed off as a fan. Uh, we need to see it live on the air on the, on YouTube. Now, and, and Friday, I'm going to give you guys my, uh, my upset pick of the playoffs for the first round. Cause I'm eyeing hey. one right now that I really think can happen. All right. Well, there you go. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Friday, we're going to do kind of a playoff preview. So this is weird. We're we know gonna this how the hell we're going to do it because we yep. got playoff series starting Saturday. I think the Penguins and the Islanders will be starting probably Sunday or Monday. Not long after that, uh, you're going to still have some regular season games, mostly in the North Division finishing off. So it's going to be a, a weird dynamic here in the NHL uh, in terms of daily schedules for the next seven to 10 days. But we'll get through it. And like I say, we'll still have coverage of every game. Uh, moving forward, regular season and playoffs. Great stuff. Best bets in just a second. Before we get to it, DraftKings, download the app, sign up for an account, use the promo code THPN. Great time of year with NHL and NBA playoffs almost here. Uh, MLB on a daily basis. Great time of year to download that DraftKings app. Sign up for an account. When you do, you'll get a deposit bonus, weekly specials and incentives. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Sign up for an account. Use that promo code THPN. All right. Best bets. Uh, I'm going to start with mine because uh, it's the only bet I've made. So it's got to be the best bet. And it actually is, I think, a good enough bet to make it uh, a best bet. Uh, Vancouver, Winnipeg, over five and a half, minus 120. Uh, that'll be my best bet. Canucks, Jets over the total. Uh, Jimmy Murphy, what do you like for best bet tonight? I mean, I've only got one bet, so I'll, I'll just go with that as well. So Jimmy Puckline on the uh, Winnipeg Jets. 
There you go. Jimmy Puck line, Winnipeg Jets, minus one and a half, plus 135. Uh, best bet for Jimmy with the uh, Jets on the puck line. That'll wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys. Thanks to everyone for tuning in. A reminder, we're live on YouTube seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, you can download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeart. You can find the Ice Guys podcast on all of those platforms. For Jimmy Murphy, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Tuesday. Enjoy the games and good luck. We'll talk to you again tomorrow on Wednesday for another edition of the Ice Guys presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. 